understand that the next time you try me, the next time you fucking try me, I will pull your soul through the fucking phone and hex you. I will fucking hex you and you will never be able to get an erection again. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Lady Eloise. Oh, wait, <laughs> Eloise from the books, Eloise? No, from Boomerang. Oh. Isn't that her name? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it is. Oh, you know Who's what? Eloise the book? There is, there <laughs> is a children's book with Eloise, but I was thinking Madeline, but... It, oh. but there is an Eloise as well. Yeah, the one that would be like, Marcus. I saw Boomerang probably a total of twice. Oh, back yeah. when it first it's came my out. my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Really? I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? What are you drinking? What's going on? What have I been up to? Good question. Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about what I've been drinking. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I got this mint chocolate boozy drink. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, I went to uh, Total Wine opened up in my town last week. In my new town. And so I was excited, and so I went to the opening event, and I tried it, and it was really good. It tastes like actual mint chocolate. It's like drinking a boozy thin mint. It makes me happy. Oh, so you did, <laughs> you did actually save some. Yeah. <laughs> I still want you to try it warm, because I would like it warm. I did the day you asked me to. Try oh, it more, I didn't know I did. you tried it. Did you like it? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I saw it all in your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, what are some new shows you're watching? Because I know you started one show. I started the morning report. The morning show. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> Uh, I am just really unenthused by this uh, brunette Reese Witherspoon. I'm telling you. So how many episodes did you watch? One. Well, and that went keep, to bed. If you keep watching it, oh my God, it gets worse. Like, mm -hmm. it didn't look as bad when it was long, but it's a wig. And they cut, they end up cutting her hair. And it's like, in one episode, the lace is like back here. Another episode, the <laughs> lace is like, in the same episode, a few more shots, the lace is like down here. It's crazy. And then it's like, damn, y'all didn't even bleach them knots. Like, I could see the netting. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I don't have time for floating lace prints. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all doing my girl Reese like this? Treating her like she not an A-lister. Reese is A-lister. Um, what else is on this Apple Plus before I cancel this seven day 
try <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know I mean like <clears throat> they are rolling out shows there's something else oh there's Dickinson I haven't started it um on based on Angie Dickinson I guess I haven't started it uh I watch C and um I don't think you would like C but you can give it a try it's got uh Jason Momoa Am I saying his name right? I think so. I don't know. Um, or you could just say Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Zaddy, then. So, um, uh, what else was I about to say? Yeah, I don't know what all is on there. I don't think it's a lot right now as far as original programming. And I think they're kind of rolling it out. I don't know. I'm not paying for mine, so I'm <laughs> not really overly concerned. I'm like, how they just go start asking us for money and they even get their shit together? <laughs> I know, right? And the interface is not very helpful. I don't... I've, I've already complained about Apple TV app interface because, you know, through the Apple TV app, you can kind of watch all of your stuff. Mm. But... I need to know, I wish it worked more like Fire Stick so that if I wanted to watch something from Hulu, I go to Hulu and then find it. Because I don't always know like the name of the show or where I last left off. And it's just kind of difficult with the Apple TV app because all the shows are just right there. So like in my queue, it has the two shows that I watch from Apple Plus and then it also has like um, Watchmen, because I watched that on HBO. And then it has um, uh, uh, Beyonce live at Roseland. <laughs> like, it's just got all these... It just pulls everything into one spot, and I know that that's supposed to be helpful, but I needed to be more organized. Gotcha. I don't think I have that app. It, it comes... Do you have an Apple TV? Mm-hmm. It's on there automatically. Well, you have to have the app to watch Apple Plus. Oh. I feel like I can separately watch my Hulu and my Prime Video. It's not all together. Well, mine doesn't look like that. Mine just looks like I just log on and there are the shows. And I can't tell gotcha. what belongs where. And I don't like that. Like, I like I, I wish it I... was like Fire Stick to where it separates it. Yeah, I think I have like the first and second generation. It sounds like yours is fancier. Now, now on my wait, 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 wait. On my Apple TV, yes, the apps are separate. But I'm saying when you go into the Apple Plus app, because they're ugh, Apple Plus is not an app. You have your Apple TV, and then you have the Apple TV app. You watch Apple Plus through the Apple TV app. So the gotcha. Apple TV app is where things are not organized. But on my Apple TV, gotcha. yeah, it is organized like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that okay. one app. So it's like I can't just make that one app my go-to because stuff is just kind of like, here, here you go. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, everything's been going good at work. Yep, all good. <laughs> You're giving me this short answer. I don't know what else to ask you. 
How's the weather? What are you drinking? <laughs> well, uh, tonight I am drinking some cinnamon tea with a little wild turkey plus honey. Now, let me tell you. <laughs> Not the wild turkey honey, but the wild turkey and then honey. No, the wild turkey that comes with the honey. Already okay. in it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was about to say. I do still add a little honey to my tea, but if you're going to buy the wild turkey that has the honey in it already, you only need a little taste or else it'll be too sweet. And let me tell you something. That wild turkey does the trick. I once had wild turkey. The first time I had it was on a Thanksgiving day. Mm. Mm. You're always on brand. More memories. <laughs> You're always on brand. But um, maybe one one week we'll we'll talk about all these different streaming services because I'm starting to get overwhelmed, and like mm-hmm. I tried to remind myself that I'm not paying for the um Apple Plus, and so don't feel overwhelmed about that. And then I got Disney because of course the fuck I did. And I tried not to. <laughs> I tried not to. And I, people just kept talking about it and I just couldn't help it. So I got the Disney and I watched the first four episodes of Star Wars, even though I've seen the whole Luke Skywalker saga, the Skywalker saga, rather. I've seen all of them, but I watched them all over again. And then they have a new original show called The Mandalorian that is based uh, with the cute little baby Yoda. With baby Yoda! He's so freaking so cute! cute. <laughs> you know what? I thought about you when I saw him. I was like, I don't think Doyen's really into Star Wars, but I know you would love to have like a little plush baby Yoda. <laughs> He's so cute. He was so cute. Like I was getting so mad at The Mandalorian because I'm like, you're walking off and leaving the baby. You ain't fed the baby. <laughs> he keeps reaching out. You know, it's like, Aww. let me, just let me come with you and take care of sweet baby Yoda. And once he like defeated, like he held off the beast, he used the force to hold off this beast. You should have seen him. He was so tuckered out. He just took a little Aww. nap. <laughs> it was so cute. But anywho, one day we'll talk about that. So anyway, that's what I'm drinking. Um, okay. I don't have a review this week, so we're going to move on to current events. Uh, you know what? Our brains are going to get better. I promise. <laughs> it's like I keep, I sh- we should have never stopped because when I stop, I forget, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard for me to remember. But once again, guys, I swear to you, I read them. I read them immediately and I smile. <laughs> well, I wanted to balance out like TV and reviews, and I thought this yeah. was gonna be a heavy TV week, so I didn't. Anyways, all right, so we're gonna move along to our current events. <laughs> that was not. That was no. Not that's the, not it. That was not it. Let's try that again. <laughs> um, blame it on the. So wild we're turkey. gonna start. We just started this episode. <laughs> uh, first, we're going to start with one of the shining stars of blackness um, yes. in our lives. And that would be LeVar Burton. <laughs> I can fly by the sky. I can fly 12. 
I'm trying to sing. Why? Go ahead. I'm giving you the music. Oh, I was waiting for you to sing. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, so Aziah Burton uh, decides to dress Kanye West in charge. Um, I believe in 2016. Okay, I cannot focus. Okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Okay. In 2016, Trump said he was without the time for books and relayed that he only reads small portions of text seven years before. Uh, Kanye West said that he didn't read because he finds books to be wordy. Too wordy. <laughs> so. I have never laughed at anything as hard as I laughed at books were too wordy. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to read verbatim what uh, LeVar said. He said, I got something to say about these people, or those people like Donald Trump and Kanye West, who self-profess themselves as non-readers. And this is what I want to say. I ain't got time for anyone like that anymore. I ain't got time for the Kanye's or the Trumps who don't read as it shows. Go somewhere else with that nonsense. And take that bullshit someplace else. For as long as people like that will continue to publicly profess this idea to a generation of people, I'll be standing here for literature until my very last breath. That's right. That's right. And it's like, it's a... I don't know if any <laughs> of you are huge LeVar Burton fans, like we are, but he does have his <laughs> own podcast called LeVar Burton Reads, and it is just that. He reads to you. Yes. And y'all, I love it. Now, warning, it largely is science fiction, but his voice is so soothing. <laughs> like, a couple of times the stories have been, like, too exciting for me to fall asleep. But most of the mm-hmm. time, his voice is so soothing. I absolutely love it. That's LeVar Burton Reads. Um, In the last bit, he said, we're certainly living in an era where the paradigm has shifted away from the written word into the moving pixelated image. Yeah. But it's not like when writing entered the frame, we just suddenly stopped talking. <laughs> There's no reason right. why we should stop reading, y'all. Right. We gotta keep reading. Right. I very much advocate for that, because especially nowadays with like social media and stuff like that, we're not doing anything to like broaden our perspective or improve our outlook in life. So I think it helps to just take a second and just go read a book. Or read, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I I am for the literature. I am for the literary arts. Um, I have a lot of friends who don't read literature per se. And I think there's so much to be gained from reading literature. But uh, mm-hmm. particular friends that I have in mind, but they read a lot of nonfiction. They read, um, one friend in particular only reads things pertaining to her field. And I mean, still that's fine because when you read whatever you're reading, you're exercising your brain muscles and you're expanding your worldview. Even if you're only reading something that's like in your field, you're reading other people's thoughts about your field. So you're still expanding your mind. So I just think it's important to find something. You don't have to sit down with a novel if you don't like novels. Uh, find a comic book. I mean, I, just read. Just read. Just read. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. <laughs> Hey, you don't remember hey, that music video? Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey
I do like I I don't remember it, but it sounds real familiar. I like vividly remember. (laughs) I feel like the onion nowadays really has to like do work to like have headlines that don't sound (laughs) realistic. I know, right? Like Like how many times (sighs) have you seen a headline and I think, is this the onion? And then it's like, oh no, this is New York Times. (laughs) It's real life. It's real life. The shit show that we live. But, um, next up, this is a headline I very much enjoyed. Uh, Lil Nas X is the first out gay musician to win the Country Music Award. Also, he is black as fuck, and that makes me happy. (laughs) So, he won it for the musical event of the year with his remix with Billy Ray Cyrus, because they really could not take that country music label away from him with <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus in that remix and I love it. I know. Appreciate <laughs> Billy Ray for that. I think we all danced to Achy Breaky Heart as children so he owed us this. I know I did. Well, my Girl Scout troop played it over and over and over at the mm-hmm. Pizza Hut. <laughs> so he owes us. He owes the community. <laughs> And for all the shenanigans and my did. Oh, God. That twerking. I try to forget. He, I, he had to I pay us reparations to, for that twerking. Right. right. <laughs> I think he tries to forget about Miley. I certainly do. <laughs> yeah, really happy for Anyways. Little Nas. And he's such a sweet kid, you know? I'm, I'm really yeah. happy for him and his success. I don't follow him on Twitter, but I still see his tweets. And that makes sense. Like, everybody else retweets him. Yeah. I'm just like, I love that, like, he came out and people were like, okay, well, I'm still going to listen to Old Town Road. Like, right, because it slaps. An issue. <laughs> they were just like, okay, cool. Like, we just kept going. <laughs> so, congrats to him ignoring the rest of that article because it's not important. Um, <laughs> so, next up, um, now, I say <coughs> now you can eat... Uh, the chicken of filet, guilt free, but Chick-filia. we may be out of out out of the woods on that. But uh, they decided they are no longer donating to anti-LGBTQ organizations, um, and they're kind of putting more of their money towards um, homelessness and some other things. <laughs> what was weird? Oh, hunger and education. What was weird was, (laughs) so one of the groups that they're pulling away from was Salvation Army. And for the Salvation Army to be like, well, we're sorry that they're going to donate to other groups that combat homelessness and hunger. Like, they listed all these things that they know these other groups combat. Like, okay, well, what the... (laughs) First of all, I try my best not to fuck with Salvation Army, period. I just try my best not to, (sighs) because... They shysty. But, you know, I personally probably still won't eat Chick-fil-A. But as soon as I saw this article, I forwarded it to a friend of the pod because she loves it. And and in all honesty, I just don't want to. But <clears throat> I will say this. In this day and age, it is so hard. Like, if... Honestly, there's no way to protest everything 
you'd have to go off the grid, number one. Number two, you don't even know sometimes what company owns this company. So you may still be supporting a company that you think you're boycotting. And number three, mm-hmm. our boycotts, well, my personal boycott, I know, never mattered to Chick-fil-A, but mm-hmm. it mattered to me. So I didn't want to lend mm-hmm. my coin to this. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just want to say that to say, I said that to say this. There's no shame if you want to go and eat you a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. If that's what you want, I mean, <laughs> go get it. That Because that watermelon, that watermelon lemonade mint that they had, I said that out of order, but you know what the hell I mean? Mm-hmm. That shit was good. <laughs> It was it was for a limited yeah. time only, and so thank God it was gone by the time I decided to. <laughs> Boy, God, that shit was good though. Yeah, I think I mean the thing about it is like, truth be told, the food is not that great to me. It's and really not. I think I'm only there for the sauce. The fries get cold at lightning speed. They do. Uh, the spicy chicken is more salty than it is spicy. It is. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's easy for me to boycott, you know? Yeah. Like, but um, I feel like it, at the very least, they are trying to speak with their money. Yeah. And maybe they should be rewarded for that. I don't know. It's up to you. It's your points. Not mine. Yeah. And then half the time, like I said, I'd be talking about gay friends and they're like, yeah, we still eat it. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Why the fuck am I boycotting for you? <laughs> I mean, that's real. Cause I think I, I think I boycotted like Dove deodorant for maybe like a couple of months, <laughs> and I had to go right back to the Dove. <laughs> Listen, I just bought um, uh, what do you call it? A natural deodorant to try out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it because you still have not tried Lone. Okay. I'm telling y'all, Lone is the best. It is the absolute best natural deodorant I have ever tried. It is a little pricey, yes. It does feel like clay under your arms for a little while. Just give it a second to dry. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, I didn't sweat and... I'm not a huge sweater, but you know, I, I'm a, I'm a strong girl. I did not have any must, nothing, nothing. It is the absolute best natural deodorant I have ever tried. Hands down. Okay. They're not paying us. <laughs> I just want y'all to know. Oh, this is not an ad. This is not an ad. <laughs> so next up, um, Joe Biden is just, he doesn't want my vote. He just doesn't. He doesn't act like he wants any of the young people's votes. Um, but basically, first of all, this article is written very weirdly. Um, it was weird in general. Like, okay, right now there's like this trend where when an older person does something that like annoys you, you say, okay, boomer. So half of the article is talking about how he's a boomer, but he's not really a boomer. He's like a silent generation that like 35% of them uh, don't want marijuana. Only 35% of them want marijuana um, legalized. And I'm like, this is a long aside. But also, are the boomers the generation that did like Woodstock and all that? 
I don't know. I think the like, boomers like... are my granny. So maybe. Because Woodstock was but like... your granny might be the silent generation. Because Woodstock was like in the 60s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, she might be the silent generation with Joe Biden. I never heard of this generation. She's a boomer. Before, um, now, I don't know. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> okay. So, basically, Joe Biden believes marijuana is a gateway drug, and he won't legalize it until there's more research. More scientific research. And, like, what scientific research is going to tell you that doing one drug makes you do another? (laughs) (laughs) I remember crying when I was in the first grade. During Red Ribbon Week with the D.A.R.E. officer because they said cigarettes was a gateway drug and my granny and my daddy smoked. And I remember crying because <laughs> I thought they were going to get on crack. <laughs> I also vowed that day that I would never smoke. I would never drink. I would never do those things because those are drugs and they are bad for you. And today I'm like, yeah. I'll probably never shoot heroin. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Say her say perhaps the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we gotta make some dare t shirts that say say perhaps. <laughs> say say maybe when life starts getting to me. <laughs> right. I just like Wait, there's no scientific way to prove that, like, because I do this, I'm also going to do this. I feel like that's, like, more, well, it's just more of, like, experiential data. Like, (laughs) you can ask somebody, hey, I see you're a crackhead. Have you ever smoked weed before? (laughs) But that still isn't, like, a link. Right. Like, you know. (laughs) So, is there, is the term itself, gateway drug, just a hoax? Like, is the term itself just not even real? Because what is a gateway drug? I don't know any of them. I know plenty of people who smoked weed for, I was about to say thousands of years, (laughs) for decades. (laughs) I know plenty of people that smoked weed for decades, and won't even take like prescription meds like (laughs) I mean you know what I mean like so is that term even real or was it created by the man to keep us down Mm -hmm. yeah that's it and it doesn't help that like just he should have shut the fuck up about drug stuff because everybody's gonna bring up the receipts about how he championed legislation that led to mass incarceration and um, mass policing of black people and black bodies right. over the crack epidemic. But are so they like, going to bring that up? The fuck up? Are they going to bring it up? Because they haven't yet. And that is one thing that they, they had in so- this article. <laughs> they have in the you article, but they haven't brought... No, I did. But they haven't right. brought it up in a real way. They have not beat him up about this the way they did Hillary. That was something that made yeah. me so angry because they beat her up about it when 
she was not in office to make those things happen. Yes, she may right. have championed it, but she wasn't in office. But you know who was? Bernie Sanders. And you know who voted for all that shit? Bernie Sanders. And they never mm. came at him with it. So yeah, it's mentioned here or there, but they're not coming at Biden with it in a real way. So I'm like, yeah. and then his ass gonna say, but he don't think, <laughs> but he don't think it should be illegal to have weed. So, nigga, which one is it? Which one is it? Like, which That's one? That's how is DC it? is, right? It's not like illegal to have it, but it's not like they got dispensaries. But <sighs> it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's so weird. I'm just like, it. Yeah, even like Texas. I was talking to somebody about like. Because we don't have state taxes, so they had to make up for the difference in property taxes. And property taxes oh. keep increasing to the point where, like, I think we're marrying Jersey as far as property taxes. I'm mm. like, y'all want some more tax money? Legalize weed. I know that's <laughs> real. I know that's and real. like, yeah. Because people sudden, are going like, to smoke no. weed. <laughs> now, I could easily say, you know what? Not going to buy a house. <laughs> But uh, right. I can't turn down that weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Biden just continues to alienate young voters. And, he does. Um, I don't think he cares about us, quite frankly. I think he. But. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Biden doing other I, than wasting goddamn time. I just feel like you can't ignore young voters like you could like ten years ago. Yeah, like, I right. think it's right. Like I think we're increasing. Hold, hold in on, hold on, show. We have to pause. My granny is calling. Her friend left her. <laughs> Her friend left her some, uh, I think they're just green onions on the porch. She kept calling them shallots. I'm like, that's not what a shallot is. <laughs> I think they're just the green onions. And she was like, yeah, but they're kind of big. I'm like, yeah, I think they're just the green onions. I think they're just the green onions. The leeks look like real big. Well, and that's what I said at first. I said, well, they may be, I said, I think you may be talking about leeks. I don't know what she got. <laughs> I actually did they smell like onions and she was like, I don't know. I can't tell <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would have been like, take a picture, man. And I listen, I bought her an iPhone, okay? But <laughs> she tried to send me a text and it said, hey. And I text her back, and then she called me. She said, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, sorry. <laughs> back to Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, just fuck him. Right. <laughs> if, he, if he's the front runner after this primary. I mean, we're going to do what I'll we got to do. <laughs> it ain't red, it ain't gonna feel good <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um i believe was it last night was the soul train awards yes or sunday night last night yeah soul, soul train or maybe sunday uh, night i don't know 
I don't know. It's been a long time. It was eight <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, seemed like it was a fun, jolly, good old black ass time. Um, so, we're just going to briefly go through the winners of the Soul Train Awards because that's our award show, unlike the Grammys and other bullshit. Um, so, best <coughs> artist was Summer Walker. Yay! Um, so Yay. I did not watch the awards because, oh yeah, it was last night because I was uh watching something else while they were on. But, I know, shit, I don't remember. Either way it go. I ended up going back and watching the clip of Summer Walker getting her award. Mm-hmm. It's painful to watch. Like, I don't know if you've seen... So you haven't seen Twitter talking about Summer Walker or anything? No, my friend sent me a picture of her. It was like, she got that just for me, perm box. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So she has uh, social anxiety. She has it really bad. And it just looked like she was in pain to go up there and get her award. I mean, it just... She mm-hmm. just kind of walked up there and she was just kind of like, uh, thank y'all. I appreciate it. And it, she, it was just painful to watch. And I feel like her team needs to get her some help. Like, because, because you haven't really like kept up with it or seen all the stuff, I won't really go into the whole conversation, but I just feel like her team needs to get her some help. Because she's struggling. She seems like she is holding on. Like she is barely holding on. But she's talked about it. Mm-hmm. She's canceled the rest of her tour dates because of how bad her anxiety is. That's sad. She deserves the awards though. Um, so the Soul Train certified award. <laughs> was Trevor he what Trevor Jackson won. But I wanna know why Daniel Caesar was on this list. <laughs> Uh, I want to know why Trevor Jackson was. <laughs> I did not know that he even sang. I mean, I guess I could have guessed since he's a Jackson, but I didn't even know that he sang until I saw him on um, uh, what's the name of the YouTube show? Word Association. I I I didn't know he sang until then. <laughs> so yeah, Listen, I just googled him. I didn't know who he was, but I was just still wondering. <laughs> <laughs> This is such a weird list. It's Trevor Jackson, Sierra, Daniel Caesar, Fantasia, Indiari, and Kelly Rowland. Like, what but, is look, this award for? But what is certified? Certified. So, what does that mean? Right. Usually <laughs> means like official. So, but... you got the official Soul Train Award? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> but, like, you, like, everybody else seems like older people. You know, I need to know what like, that award means. Very active in their career right now. Well, not maybe. I'm not saying they're not active, but then again, India Ari is she active? Right <laughs> <now>? No. <laughs> uh, like I don't even get what this award is for. <laughs> it feels like a participation award, but go ahead. <laughs> Which Kelly Rowland deserves. Anyways, uh, so. <laughs> 
I love Kelly. She deserves all the attention and accolades. <laughs> she does, but participation award is shady. But she hasn't put out an album in years, so it would be a participation award. <laughs> But she is killing it on The Voice, I think. Okay. Whatever show she's on. Anyways, um, <laughs> I w- I'm not shady, Kelly. <laughs> I don't. I I don't think you are. I'm just saying, participation award is shady as fuck. <laughs> you said it. Anyways, <laughs> so best best gospel inspirational award uh, went to Kirk Franklin, and I'm like. I want to see like different years. I want to see different years to see if like anybody but Kirk Franklin wins any year. Because <laughs> <laughs> this seems like something he would just kill that. Tori Kelly's on that list, and I'm like, mm. I know. I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I don't, maybe she put out a gospel album. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Erica Campbell. I'm glad they listed her by herself. <laughs> Cause she know, cause even she know, if it's her, cool, cool. If it's her and that other one, no, ma'am. Uh-uh. <laughs> Just one, Mary, not two. <laughs> um. So the rhythm and bars award went to Cardi B, money, and I was really excited about that because that song is really dope as hell. Um. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I like money. I like money. It's on my workout playlist. I like money. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't know. Anyway, I like money. I think she does. I'm perfectly fine with her winning it, with her deserving it. Um, Just if they had to put rap song, I think I would have taken that a little bit better than when you say bars because <laughs> some of these other songs got some bars, but. Fine. Love Cardi, uh, love Cardi, and love her winning, and she looked great in that video. So best R and B slash soul female artists. I understand that you know sometimes other people have to win, um, <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. So <laughs> her was the winner, <laughs> and she went up against. Ari Lennox, Beyonce, Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, and Summer Walker. Um, I don't even know of a new album Mary had, but that's cool. Ari Lennox was so hurt <laughs> that she didn't win an award. And I just wanted to, like, yeah. hug her and hold her. Also, a new discovery. I don't know if y'all peeped it or not, but Ari Lennox's live is amazing. Any... She is one. Of, she is the only person that every time I get an alert that that Ari Lennox is live, I'm jumping on the live because she is amazing, and I love her. There is mm-hmm. no such person in my life that I would jump on their live. Anyways. Oh my gosh, she is so funny. She's so funny. You would love it. You would love it. Mm-hmm. So best R and B. It's like, even when you went on live, you see I text you about it. You see I didn't hop on it. You didn't even come to my live. You're just like, oh, so you're going on live now? <laughs> like, damn. I wasn't watching it for nobody. Um, so, best R&B and soul male artist was Khalid, which I love. Like, he's so young, but I would smash so hard. 
<laughs> and he's tall too. Is he? Uh, yeah. Okay. A little taller than me, but that's it. <laughs> Again, how did Daniel Caesar get on this list? <laughs> I don't know who made this list. <laughs> He was up against Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, um, and Tank. Which has Tank been doing anything? Did he make new music? Yeah, he's got a new album out. Yeah. All I heard <laughs> the bisexual comment he made, and everybody got mad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's got an album out. So, album slash mixtape of the year. Uh, went to "Cause I Love You" by Lizzo. This is um, the one that would have made me mad because since when does a mixtape get to participate? And I realized that in 2019... mixtape? Huh? But who had a mixtape? Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one of these. <laughs> I mean, well, I was about to say, I realized in 2019 that the lines are so blurred between what's an album and what's a mixtape. But I would be pissed for this to be in my, like, I I really want to say that what her has is a mixtape. I don't think she's put out a full EP, but I could be lying. I could be yeah. lying. I know that, uh, what, I know Lizzo's was an album, Ari Lennox was an album, Chris Brown was an album, LMA was an album, the other two, I don't know. <laughs> Free Spirit to album. Okay. I listen to it. I don't know what Chris Brown does with his spare time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and there's been like some beef on Twitter about like Lizzo winning over Ari. And people talk about how they like her music and they start fat shaming Lizzo. And oh no! Just, uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, Lizzo brought herself out of, like, obscurity with this album. <laughs> so I understand yeah. why she would win Album of the Year. <laughs> so. I don't know what their requirements are for Album of the Year. I don't know what any of their requirements are for any of these awards. Um, yeah. Lizzo has a core audience. She knows who they are. Mm -hmm. And I, what I, one thing I love about Lizzo is Lizzo recognizes that her core audience, her core audience is white, and she recognizes mm -hmm. this, but she still do stuff for us, and like that's what I love about Lizzo. She's like, listen, yeah. I know y'all been rocking with me from the beginning, and I got you, but I'm still gonna put on for my culture. I'm still gonna do for my people, yeah. and that's what I love about Lizzo. Yeah, I just Lizzo's not being scrolling Instagram, and Lizzo be butt ass naked. Like I ain't got a job. <laughs> You cannot let her come across your screen like in public places because you never know. She was dead in wine in the day when I when I was I was like, what the fuck? I had to hurry up and scroll past. Why is Lizzo gyrating on my screen? Okay, so song of the year, and I don't think I've even heard this song. Was no guidance um, between Chris Brown featuring Drake. I've heard the song. I really like the video. I don't know why it's song of the year. I have no idea how this song beat out 
either before I let go or juice. Like, yeah, I'm thinking pure or radio talk. play. Huh? I heard talk on the radio. Okay. And I even listen to radio like that. I don't. I I didn't. But <laughs> okay, I take your word for it because I don't listen to the radio. So. <laughs> Me either. I, I don't feel like know. I heard talking. I don't know somehow. how no guidance be out. I mean, there was a whole challenge with before I let go. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But once again, congratulations. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, I didn't feel like Beyonce received enough things <laughs> this round, but alas. Sometimes I think. Sometimes I think they just toss her name in there just to toss it in there because she's Beyonce. I don't know. Yeah, but the, she doesn't win. Anyways, so right. the Ashford and right. Simpson Songwriters Award went to Brown Skin Girl, Brown written by Beyonce Knowles, Carla St. John, Adia Marchand, Sean Carter, Stacey Barth, and Nathi Mignango. Michael Uzo Wuru Ayodeji Balogun. That's my people. <laughs> Richard is song. I mean, you are really going through these names, and I'm like, rock on, sis. Uh, I just, they wrote it, so I have to write everybody down. I, did, I don't feel like this song had that many words for that to have that many writers, but you know, alas. Well, you know, um, it's really easy to get a writing credit on a song. Like, if you say, like, I, yeah, if you just be like, mm-mm, you need to be like, well, <laughs> then hey, you get a writing credit. <laughs> uh, best dance performance went to Chris Brown featuring Drake in No Guidance. Um, it beat out Beyonce's spirit. How the hell it beat out Normani? Normani. I don't know. However you say her name. Yeah, I don't know. Like or Tiana Taylor, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. like um, anyway. Video of the year went to Lizzo's Juice. Um, yes, apparently Alicia Key had a video this year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that either. Uh, but. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it beat out Alicia Key raise a man. Uh, is it Alicia Keys? Yeah. Is it just one key? No, it should okay. be keys. Two keys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beyonce's Spirit, uh, which was beautiful, I don't understand. But uh, Childish Gambino's Feels Like Summer and Khalid's Better. And then, lastly, the best collaboration performance, which, again, was wrong. So, <laughs> it was Chris Brown <laughs> featuring Drake. No guidance. Uh, it beat out Ari Lennox with J. Cole, Shea Butter Baby. It beat out Beyonce with St. John, Kid, and Blue Ivy, which Blue Ivy alone, it should have fucking won. Alone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hardy B and Bruno Mars, Please Me, which I understand. Please me. PJ Morton and JoJo. PJ Morton and JoJo. In <laughs> <laughs> a song together. I wish y'all could see Joy. <laughs> Dollar signs and J. Cole and Purple Emoji. So, yes. They did a um, tribute for um, Yolanda Adams. And Aww. of course she did her own tribute because who 
who could tribute Yolanda Adams better than you? First of all, think of every tribute you've seen over the last few years. Who who's been in it? Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams. Yolanda <laughs> Adams. Yeah, cause she cause she doesn't fail. You know what I mean? Her voice gonna be on point every time. Of course she did like, her all tribute. <laughs> like I loved it. <laughs> I about to say who's gonna have me laid out for this battle eight years it's the Lord. But listen, Yolanda Adams. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's either that or like they would try to bring like Fantasia or Jennifer Hudson in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I love Fantasia on some gospel now. I do Fantasia. I do. But it still would have been right. <laughs> It'd have been like it would have been strong. It just wouldn't have been right. That's <laughs> um and so lastly, Jada Pinkett announces, you know, she really just she has some solid strategy to get some views on her red tabletop. She really does. But she announced that she's going to have a conversation with T.I. And okay, so she was like, we're going to talk with Tip, T.I. And uh, I didn't realize his name was Tip. <laughs> Doyen. I've always read it T.I.P. <laughs> Doyen. Are you serious? No. <laughs> his, his rapper name was Tip when he was oh. Um, still an <laughs> underground rapper. And because mm-hmm. of his uh, respect for and admiration of the rapper Q-Tip, he des- decided to shorten his to T.I. But he was Tip Got first. It. And you've never heard him call himself Tip? He says it in songs. You don't be listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You don't be listening. That's <laughs> like... What about me makes you think that I was... <laughs> Never mind. I, I, it's not like we aren't friends uh, or something. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, Jada's going to bring him on for, uh, I guess, the first interview since the backlash about the comments he made about his daughter, Deja. Uh, so, yeah. We'll see what Jada has to say about it. Um, she has a way of talking to people in a nicer way than I would. <laughs> she does. I <sighs> so I I'm going to watch it or I'm going to listen to it at the very least because when I'm at work I listen yeah. to stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. the thing is, I already know what's going to happen. She is going to validate his concerns, but uh, criticize the way he went about it. And I, all I'm going to say is this. I, I think that, and no, I'm not a parent and I'm going to say what I think, even though I'm not a parent, I think that you do tread when you start talking about how people parent their children. Um, I think any parent is going to be concerned about what their teenager is doing. I'd be concerned about what my teenager is doing, but being concerned versus understanding that it's not yours, that she is not an object that belongs to you, that her virginity is not some prize that belongs to you is something totally different. I don't foresee them going into that conversation. And to be honest, I kind of understand them not going into it. Um, Really, even though, like, if I was her mom, I'd be pissed. There's no way in hell that would be taking place if that was my child. However, I think the bigger 
picture here because once again we no matter no matter how much we disagree it's not our child so we just have to make sure we don't do it to our kids but I think the bigger thing is you discussed her body with the world and that was yeah and and she and what that's done to her we all know Tia he gon' we all know Tia I just feel like he just generally has exhibited traits of a misogynist, especially yes! when it comes yes! to Tiny. Yes. And so, you know, I, I don't think that he's like following his sons to the doctor to see if they've been. He's not. You know, he's not. And so that's that's my issues with hypocrisy, and you know, just feeling like his daughter's body is his own right. or extension of him and I don't think that's fair or right so I I mean there's nothing to forgive him for in my opinion <laughs> well I'll, all I'm saying is cause I, I don't have anything to forgive him for cause for one he didn't do anything to me but I guess because I've seen it so and I'm not I don't think it's okay I don't think it's okay at all. And things like this make me so glad for my parents and how open my parents were with me. But one thing my dad said to me that I think T.I. fails to realize, anybody that knows, <laughs> anybody that knows my dad knows that he's, um, <clears throat> my dad loves all his kids, <laughs> but he's definitely a rolling stone. <laughs> And one thing he said to me was that he knew the type of things that his daughters were going to go through because of the things that he did to women. And mm -hmm. I don't think T.I. recognizes that you're trying to, you're trying to teach your daughter or you're trying to shield your daughter from something and you're treating you probably treated her mama like shit. You treating your wife like shit. You think that by buying her things and all this stuff that that's teaching her how a man should treat her. But what you're doing to the women in your life is showing her how a man is going to do. You know what I mean? And I don't think he gets yeah. that. I don't think, I think he sees anything wrong with that. I think he's trying to fiercely protect his daughter from men like him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's like, uh, Chamanda said it, um, in her TED talk, why do, why does society always want women to be virgins and boys to go out and play the field? Who you think they sleeping with? How do, how do you think this works? Right. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Also, it's Chimamanda. Oh, how, wait, say it again. Chimamanda. Chimamanda? Yeah. Did I get it right? Okay. Ngozi. Wait. Hey, no, I've, I've, I've never attempted because I don't want to mess it up. But let me say it yeah, again. It's Chimamanda. Chimamanda. Okay. Yeah. I know how to say it now. <laughs> Listen, I thought I had it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's okay. It's okay. And I don't want to be disrespectful, which is why I never attempted the rest of her name. 
but now I got it. Chimamanda. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't think, and I think generally that creates a culture where like kids just have to be secretive about the shit they do, right. and like girls are not taught proactively right. to like say no, <laughs> you know, like, right. and you know these guys just get to do what they want because you did teach them anything. Anyways, um, so we're gonna move on to our someone something this week. So, um, recently, this sweet, beautiful chocolate little girl, um, mm-hmm. eight-year-old girl from Michigan, was her name was Marion, and she was not allowed to take her school pictures because of her hair. And the braids they were red braids and so her school said that um you cannot take pictures in not natural colors and I'm like red hair is a natural color exactly but I guess they meant colors they felt that aren't natural to black people I don't know but hmm. black people can be redheads <laughs> as we've discussed um, even on this podcast um, so she was singled out she wasn't able to take a picture and so the Chicago photographer Jermaine Horton drove to Michigan and arranged a personal photo shoot for Marion Scott and it is dope as hell it is gorgeous and we'll definitely link it in the pod but um, what was amazing was like he's a father of a daughter himself and he he wanted to make sure that she had the confidence despite the school trying to, um, you know, hate and bring down her confidence. Mm-hmm. And so he went up there and took pictures of her. And the thing, the school was like, oh, we did a robocall. First of all, black people don't answer numbers they don't know. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, so they claimed that, like, they made the policy known, but seems like nobody knew the policy but it was just cool that he went up there and took better pictures than that you know okay Olin Mills <laughs> photographer would have done okay. anyway so I I spoke to uh someone I knew recently about making sure that your policies aren't discriminatory and her words mm-hmm. were oh no this applies to everybody mm-hmm. that doesn't matter the policy yeah. itself can still be discriminatory. And that's what right. this is. Because who does it target when you say you your hair you, you have to have hair in a natural color? Because if that little white girl dyes her hair blonde, how you, you know who says? Who does yeah. that target? That is I don't give a fuck about your policy. You need to revisit your policy and realize how tone deaf your policy is and how discriminatory your policy is. I think that was amazing that he went to take the picture. I think that was amazing. And her little photo shoot is so cute and she's a beautiful little girl. Yeah, definitely. I was like, that's the kind of chocolate I hope that my future child is. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to move on to our poor life decision. Okay, so this week... Past week or two, I've been going through. <laughs> and I'm going through because the seasons are changing and there's less sun out there. And it's just, it really has me in my feelings. Uh, I had said previously on the podcast that I diagnosed myself with seasonal affective disorder. And 
it doesn't bother me like when spring becomes into summer because that's more sun and that's more light and makes me happy. It's when, um, so I live in Texas and there's no like tree falls, so I call this winter now. <laughs> it's when like you know summer turns into winter that you know it really starts to get to me and so like I've just been like just been feeling so much less than myself I've been feeling lonely and it's not like I'm not by myself in the summer I just all of a sudden it's just like oh I want somebody around Come. <laughs> Like, what do cats, you know, maybe cats aren't so bad. <laughs> I don't need a pet. But, um, yeah, so we wanted to talk about um, specifically self-care ideas that will make uh, winter, fall, winter, winter way more bearable. Um, self-care is important year-round, but when the weather gets colder and the days get shorter, self-care is even more critical. Um um, even though like suicide rates actually decrease during the winter, um, uh, the season does see a slight increase in rates of depression. This type of depression mm-hmm. is called seasonal affective disorder and affects approximately five percent of the population. Uh, no matter what your mental health looks like right now, um, here are some ways just to make the winter season more manageable. So we're gonna start off with the boring self care, the stuff that like every article <laughs> that I skipped wrote down that was so funny to me when i saw that i was like (laughs) (laughs) boring self-care i was like and i read through a lot of articles i was like this one gets me Uh, (laughs) so uh first thing is go outside at least once a day uh do your best to get outside once a day and get some natural sunlight um of course we you know i'm outside to walk to work and to walk home you know, not to work, but for my car to job and do my job to car. Uh, but, like, just making some time to intentionally be outside because, you know, all of our vitamin D levels are low. Get a depression screening. Even vitamin if you have a good Yeah. <laughs> or light lamps. Or like a jelly. Um, my vitamin D don't need to go. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> we are adults. <laughs> are we? Stop making that are damn we? dick joke. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so get a depression screening. So even if you haven't been diagnosed, winter can't bring down your mood. Many clinics will offer free screenings. They're open to the public. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. This is the thing that I read in several of the articles I went through. Uh, it's totally natural to drink more coffee or tea during the winter months. However, these beverages plus the drying weather is a recipe for serious dehydration. Be mm. conscious that you're still drinking water to keep your body well hydrated. <clears throat> Chris, protect your sleep. I drink water! What are you talking about? I skipped it. I was I was clearing my throat so you are paying attention to the next one. Oh, 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 oh. Protect your sleep. <laughs> oh, hours, oh, 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 oh. Fewer, <laughs> fewer hours of sunlight during the winter months can make it harder to feel awake throughout the day. Staying well-rested is critical to making the winter months feel manageable. Listen, I was so sleepy today. I was in a group chat 
literally texting gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> it was just gibberish. Because you know how you used to sleep and your eyes be crossed? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> uh, next up, maintain your physical health. Uh, exercise, pretty much. <laughs> and then, and, and uh, exercise. Go ahead. Okay, I and this next you one don't again. Know the letter people. This next one is also for you. Keep making plans with people. <laughs> Why you keep trying to call me out? I know. I'm the depressed one. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just certain things. I know your I know your poor life decisions. I'm just reminding but you. But I make these decisions. Winter, spring, summer, fall. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, it can be easy to make fewer plans because it's getting colder outside and darker early in the day. Fight the urge to burrow into your couch. Make it a priority to see those people you care about. So, next up. They say self-care that you can post on Instagram. And I feel like... <laughs> that was kind of by mistake, but go ahead. <laughs> Extremely targeting for millennials, but I think it's more fun or self-care ideas. So, the first one is bake some seasonal treats. Sweet seasonal treats. So cookies, pies, muffins, anything that is warm and reminiscent of your grandparents' house. That's um, American normative. That's what? That's American normative. Why? I want grandparents to like bake cookies. (sighs) Anyways, uh, choose a new favorite piece of winter clothing. Stock up on scars. Gloves or fuzzy socks that you can wear under your boots. Ideally, the softer, the better. Um, this season, I've been trying to buy a lot of mustard yellow stuff. It makes me happy. Mm. And I look good in it. Mm. And then people tell me I look good. And that makes me happy. <laughs> uh, next up, volunteer. Whether it's at a food bank or as a crisis counselor, find the way to warm your spirit. It is just as important as warming your body. I would be the worst crisis counselor ever. <laughs> because you with this. I'm just going to start crying and we're all going to be crying on the phone. And it's going to be like, wait a minute, let me try to call somebody else to help us. <laughs> I'll be bad because I don't listen. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, dive back into reading. Winter is the best time to start that book that's been on your coffee table for the past few months. Curl up in front of a fire with a hot cocoa. A nice book. The more blankets you can pile on, the better. Get into face masks. Winter air can seriously dry out your skin, which means it's a perfect time to try out one of those cute face masks you've seen on the internet. And I like the idea of that, just like reading with my face mask. That makes me happy. Um, find a winter hobby. Knitting, sewing, crocheting. Not only are they fun hobbies to have, but the end result is cozy and seasonally appropriate. Um, this is kind of where I'm moving to kind of treat my my fields, but I also have to finish unpacking my craft supplies. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Uh, discover your w- favorite winter scent. Cough pumpkin. Whether it's through aromatherapy 
or by experimenting with new candles, now is your time to find what smells make you happy. I also read another article when they talked about just like breathing in your favorite essential oils. I'm a big fan of peppermint and lavender. Mm. So Yes, yeah. I thought I was the only one who does that. <laughs> like I yeah. I have a scentsy warmer in my office and I do half of a lavender brick and half of a mint brick in there and like yes. <laughs> I love it. Love lavender mint. Try out new winter recipes, soups, paninis, chilies, any food that helps you warm you from the inside out. Um, and then lastly, learn to love the snow, which had nothing to that, do with us. That <laughs> and then the fact that, like, when it snows, it gets, it's just so hard because it's like in the south, like, your cities are fundamentally not prepared for snow. Right. So you can't go anywhere. Right. Everybody's freaking out. You got to stay at home. So no right. one don't love that damn snow. <laughs> right. Like, when it snows in the south, everything shuts down. Everything stops. Right. People cannot drive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. One time when Candace and I were roommates and it iced, <laughs> we drove to the liquor store <laughs> because we knew we weren't going to have to go to work the next day. When I tell you that car slid all the way to the liquor store and all the way back. <laughs> I like when we got back home, when we finally made it back to the apartment, I was like, we are stupid as fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it is here. And nobody knows how to drive when it comes to ice and snow and stuff. And and our tires aren't prepared for it at all. Either, it's not. So. Because we don't buy those but, type of tires. Like, we used to rain. There's one time, <laughs> it was like the day after it snowed, and I drove very slowly to work. And then I got out of my car, and I slid and bust my ass. <laughs> I was like, I thought I safely so made it to work. You knew I had a mouthful. <laughs> now, what if I had choked live on the air? <laughs> No, no, it would have been strangled live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right, strangled. <laughs> but, and then, like, people be taking water, like, it's going to be, like, a month of snow. And it is that south. It is two days at best. <laughs> Grab I your one pack grocery... and get going. <laughs> I worked in a grocery store when I was in high school, and the news can just mention there may be snow. <laughs> Every elderly person in town, I kid you not, is coming to buy all of the milk and bread. Ma'am, even my granny does this, and it's like, you don't even drink milk. What are you doing? (laughs) Why are you buying up all the milk and bread? I mean, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but they come and buy all the milk and bread. (sighs) I think it's just like... You gotta love us in the South. Right, like, I remember it would rain, and my dad would be like, get out of the shower. And I'm like, the lightning is not about to find me in the shower. Listen, listen, when I would be, like, over to my dad, over to my grandmother my dad's mom's house, we had to be quiet when it started storming. And I wasn't used to that, because at my house, at Granny's house, 
I mean, hell, Ray was rain. Now, most of the time, I was quiet anyway because I was going to be somewhere reading, but I was also the only child at my house, at my house. But when I was at my big mama house, you know, I'll be wanting to talk and play, and we had to sit there and be quiet, and I got popped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy Southerners. gotta love the south <laughs> alright you know I hope we gave y'all some good ideas for uh, winter self care and I would also say just like call or FaceTime your friend even if you know you don't have somebody in your house with you maybe yeah. sometimes just check on your friends Yeah, make sure they're okay make sure the seasons aren't uh, making them sad too so we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod, the Buy You a Drink. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm excited to <laughs> buy you a drink. <laughs> That's my Buy You a Drink dance. <laughs> um, I can start unless if you want to start. It doesn't matter. Mine is quick and okay. short. Awesome. Um, so I just wanted to buy a drink for our listeners that built us since the beginning, because I think I just like try to quarterly buy y'all a drink, because you know you didn't have to do it, but you did. So you, <laughs> you did it anyhow, <laughs> and we hope that we have helped you, like you know, change at least one poor life decision. I know, right? Um, you know, it doesn't change, you know, immediately, but you know. Bit by bit. Yeah. Um, well, this week I would like to buy a drink for uh my garbage man that run my route. <laughs> so I pulled my garbage can down, like right beside my mailbox, and to me it's not in the way, it's just right beside the mailbox. But they left me a note the other day <laughs> that said, Hey, you may want to start leaving this on the other side because that's why the mailman's not leaving you your mail on trash day. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was so nice of them, because why do they care? So, I just want to buy a drink for my garbage men. Thank you for dealing with all of my trash, and yeah, for being awesome. <laughs> Are you going to get them, like, a present for Christmas? No. <laughs> I heard that, like, you're supposed to, like, leave stuff for, like, your mailman and all that. I mean, if I was home at the time when they come, I would probably give them a tip. But, uh, no. I don't know how to do that since I'm not home. Especially for the garbage man. Now, the mailman, I could probably just leave a tip in the mailbox. But I'm not leaving her shit because she was not delivering (laughs) my mail. And the mailbox, the trash can is not in front of the mailbox. But... You know, what ifs. <laughs> I mean, but I do, we do give, uh, we take up a collection at work and leave a tip for our male lady uh, because, you know, she is one of those that comes on foot and she's been the same person for years and so we know her and she talks to us when she comes in or whatever. So like, you know, if it was a more intimate relationship than I would, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be home right. one day when they come and I can just 
say thank y'all. <laughs> How about you a drink? Listen to my podcast. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Anywho, we thank you guys for tuning in with us another week. We just hope that we've done something. We've said something to A, help you through this week, and B, help you to target those poor life decisions. So I can tell people how they can get in contact with us. We are on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Uh, again, Chris keeps it lit with the TV show tweets. I just come in with a drive by. Uh, <laughs> we're on Instagram is Poor Life Decision, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. One at a time. We are on. <laughs> we are on Etsy as well as Poor Life Decision. You can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Please don't send us any carrier pigeons because we think they're sketchy as fuck. <laughs> One day we're going to talk about it. I think I think we're going to have to wait to when we can have Becca on and we're going to have to talk about the birds. <laughs> um, I do want to remind everybody sincerely, though, please check out our Etsy shop. Perfect stocking stuffers, okay? And... Mm-hmm. If you're anything like me, I like to buy, like, cute novelty gifts for stocking stuffers. So, check our Etsy shop out. Everybody everybody needs a new mug. Everybody needs a new mug. Everybody loves... Mm-hmm. Who do you know that don't like t-shirts? I don't know about who don't like t-shirts. Check out our <laughs> Etsy shop. Great place for a stocking stuffer. Yep. Any other news before we close out? I just ask that you leave us a five-star review. That's right. As Chris says, uh, the other ones don't work. They and don't. you leaving us a review might help somebody else find us. And That's then right. you can help them uh, make better life decisions. That's so right. So it's kind of like philanthropy if you think about it. It but is. For free. <laughs> it is. Each one reach one. <laughs> right. <laughs> What was that on on us? Hands across America. <laughs> Let's not. Okay. <laughs> a second Let's keep our Just, hands to ourselves. Let's keep in our America. hands to ourselves. <laughs> we love y'all. Use your sunscreen. Um, that's what I'm buying doing for Christmas. And uh, <laughs> drink plenty of water. Oh wait, no, I found my sunscreen. You don't have to buy me. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want you to buy me so scary. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see how they okay. do. <laughs> Bye, we love y'all. Oh, call a person y'all. this week. Just one. Yeah. Just call one. That's <laughs> not on your regular like list of people you call. Amen. Love y'all. Amen. Bye. my pussy, but don't play with my emotions. If you spend some money, then maybe I just might fuck you. Wanna shake the ass and do the shit in slow motion. You got a whole lot of cash, and nigga, you know I want it. Break some bread up, nigga, that butter my biscuit. You ain't talk money, then really, that's none of my business. I don't even need these lenses. 20 on 20, my vision. Bad yellow bitch with an eye on a